Good people of Los Angeles, welcome to another episode of the FC, FC, FSA, FSA pod. Tonight, we've got a little bit of red breast, single pot Irish whiskey in the backyard. That's right, that's our guest, just Beautiful. kidding. We got two Irishmen, brothers of mine, people I've talked about the game with for years and years and years. It's a real pleasure to have them. We got Pierce Maher and Timmy Maher in the backyard tonight. We discuss everything from the logistics of Gaelic football and hurling. What's the difference? I know you've been wondering ever since you've been listening to the pod, what's the difference between those two things? We've also covered deeply all the Roy Keane sides of the coin you can imagine, the future and the past of Man United, and a little bit about global youth football development in there. So yeah, man. We've got a lot of stuff, Slim. Want to hit him with the warning? Ladies and gentlemen, as per usual, we are in the backyard of Expo Park. There are helicopters flying, horns honking, people walking by. And as per usual, I have a potty mouth and I intend to use it. So if you're at work or around kids and you don't think they should be listening to profanity, you probably shouldn't be listening. You stupid motherfuckers. FCFC. Welcome to the FCFC pod where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. As per usual, we are your hosts. I'm Slim. I got Big Dwee sitting across from me. Yo. Josh Sexy Spice to my left. Hey. And two very special guests today. You know what, Alex? I'm going to let you introduce to these two gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when we first started this podcast, lots of names pop in your head for people to have over. You know, I, we've, ha- we've been lucky to have a lot of them here. And tonight is another one of those nights. I got one of my best friends in the world, my brother, Pierce Maher, in the building right here. Hey, hey. And as an added bonus... One of the gentlemen who I've enjoyed talking this about this sport the most with in this city over the many years, his father, Mr. Timmy Maher. Hey, Welcome cheers. to the backyard. Cheers. 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 Pierce, Pierce was kind enough to listen to the podcast a couple episodes ago where I was talking about my favorite liquor, and he brought a little red breast. Hey. Single pot still Irish whiskey. Perfect for a couple Irish gentlemen. Josh has walked in. Slim and I have been talking to these guys for a little bit, but I think if you've listened to the show, you guys already know where we're headed first. What's your oldest football memory? My oldest football memory was um, <clears throat> listening to the radio in Ireland. I was I think I was 10 years old or 11, and Man United uh, air, aircraft crashed in Munich. And that was when I became a fan of United and soccer. And um, I remember that very vividly, the crash and what it done to the team and everything. And that was just over the radio, though. Yes. You, so you were just yes. hearing about it. Yes, wow. over the radio, yeah. I, was, I remember that oh, <coughs> Liverpool was, was the big enemy. And, um, and uh, I don't know. There was a lot of great teams around. There was, there was Burnley was a great team when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Everton 
you know, all those teams were were competing. Nottingham Forest, you know, teams like that we don't hear much of, except in the lower divisions today. Yeah, shout out to Nottingham Forest Arsenal. We got our red and white kit, <coughs> and white sleeves from Nottingham Forest. So. Oh, did, yes. I know that Pierce's first football memory has to be something related, probably, to For sure. dragging him to a Man United game early in the morning. At some yeah, no, that's Hubs. that's the nail on the head, because when I was, you know, first being introduced to Vulture through my dad uh, in the early 90s, um, you know, the only time you could see it was early in the morning, and it was pay-per-view. So you had to go to a pub and a pub that was going to pay for the pay-per-view. And wow. usually there was a charge per head to get in the door. <laughs> and uh, you wanted to get there early enough to get a good seat. And then uh, we always, I felt like we were always there on time. And if I was lucky, we got to sit down and I'd get breakfast while he'd, you know, watch the game, get breakfast and enjoy the start to the Saturday morning. Now, we, first of all, we got to give a shout out to Connor. <laughs> Maher, we gotta give a shout out to Brendan Maher, the two younger Maher brothers who uh, probably were at some of those games. And Caitlin, Caitlin probably, did she ever go to Caitlin? <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a big Eleven family, all right? Where, where was the first bar you remember watching this, Man, for example, Man United at, in LA? Like, what was the first one you remember? It would be the, uh, the, the King's Head, but it was the other one on Lincoln, oh my god. Cock and Bowl. Cock and Bowl, yeah. I'm convinced that the Cock and Bowl might be one of the first bars in America to have shown Premier League games. It was the, the best atmosphere, Dude, too. You know? the guy really at the good. Cock and Bowl looks like he never leaves the bar. <laughs> they have a plaque, even, that says oldest pub to, like, host it or whatever that Fox Soccer Channel gave them at some point, but... I just um, love that their name's Cock and Bowl. That's fucking great. <laughs> Run by a Scotsman. Oh, hell yeah, you better. <laughs> Remind me again of the era that you first came to L.A. Because you had lived abroad... After leaving Ireland, you lived abroad several other places, right? Yeah, I lived in Germany. I lived in England for five years, and then I lived in uh, Germany for about then nine months, and then Australia for about five years. And uh, I came here when I was 25. So you you came here 25, and between then, when you were in Germany, when you were in Australia, did you watch? Did you get a chance to watch much football? Yeah, were was, you still following the game? Were you playing I, the game? I was kind of out of it when I was traveling a lot. I got into a lot of other things were going on, you know. What kind of things, Timmy yeah, Meyer? We had uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had we had like uh, in that that time it was like the uh, late 60s, early 70s, and you had. I just never remember I arrived in Sydney and it was back in the USSR by the Beatles, you know. And that song hit the, 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 the it was a hit, hit the top. And it was that brings a lot of memories back, songs too. Right. You know, the era of time. And, um, but uh, I think in Australia there was a lot of other distractions at the time, you know, that you travel a lot. And then I got back into watching a lot of soccer when I arrived in the US. But did you did and reading you, the papers and newspapers? And, and you were stuff. just were you following just as like a fan as a supporter, or did you play the game? I didn't. I never played really. I never played soccer. No. But in but in Ireland a little bit, but never. I could never say that. In Ireland, for those who don't know, it's Gaelic or hurling. Yeah, yeah Gaelic football, yeah. hurling, which like, as I remember, are played on the same field, right? And yep. like similar rules, I think. Really? Here's when I took a big trip to Ireland in 2008. Mm-hmm. It was uh, also connected to a football tournament. Yeah, actually, there was a cultural thing in Ireland, and if you played soccer, the kind of the Gaelic people would outlaw you. You know, 
and mm. if you watch that are we've seen supporting it because it was an English game it was ridiculous really but that's how deep the the uh, old wounds from the wars were political stuff so when you were a kid if someone played now that's changed completely but when you were a kid if someone played that sport they would be not looked upon fondly no I, and rugby was probably more acceptable for fun some reason always more acceptable to play rugby than it was soccer even though they were so hearing the news about Munich over the radio, what the connection to that was just a like a deeply human, emotional connection of tragedy happening that you felt this right. kinship with this club. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so that that led you to. And you're reading about all the characters on the team and their where they hail from and their mm. humble. Many of them had very humble beginnings, mm. and of course there was always. Any good United team had a couple of Irish players on it. They mm -hmm. really did. They're always the good, and that's what's wrong right now. They don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, well, we're not going to go too far off the deep end. Yeah, Irish and Korean. That's what they need. They're going to be. Yeah, there's no Irish and no Korean. That's why Man United is going down. That's right. That's why it's right. hard for us to follow. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, no, we'll get kidding. into the modern day problems of Man United, and I just can't wait to talk all uh, about it uh, here, in, here in a little bit. But, so but get, let's let's, let's like I, I want to be I want to be in Ireland just for a little bit longer because okay. I, you know, Piers and I have been good friends for a long time. We met playing the sport uh, in college here in LA. Bantering about it. Yeah, and then we, um, when we were finished, we, you know, the Euros were going on, uh, 2008, Switzerland and Austria, and so he and I took a trip. But before that, we wanted to come see Ireland, come stay with all of Piers' relatives in Ireland, Timmy's family, and I gotta like. You know, learn about Gaelic football and the crazy ass hurl yeah. and the hurling like sticks, which just look like batons that are about to like. <laughs> no, in you, you got a you got a front row seat to Her Irish hurling. culture in Ex the country. Explain hurling. Sure. Step one: Explain hurling. Dad, I think no, you know. no, I can't do it. I don't. Well, it, it's a game um, with a, a ball like a it's like a baseball. It's about the size of a baseball, mm -hmm. and they call it the Schlitter. It's leather. Yep wrapped and it's hard mm -hmm. and you hit that with a stick and that hits you could hurt you it's just like a baseball yeah. <laughs> okay. it's just yeah. like a baseball and it's going at a, a, an incredible fast pace when you hit it so you're hitting the ball yeah. through a soccer field basically no, what I'm it is it's start. like there's goals but so then there's like uprights that extend like if the posts were to like go up 50 feet okay so it's rugby-ish so it's rugby yeah. so it's like it's a cross between like no. Rugby, soccer, field, field hockey. hockey, and lacrosse. Because there's but there's no pads. <laughs> they like only put pa they only put helmets on like in like the late nineties. Holy shit! In the late nineties. Yeah, like that's hockey. really. It's more. Or more maybe the late nineties. Think about field hockey. Look that Okay. Yeah. Similarities. That's that's what I was. Yeah. Picturing. It's way more physical though. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, it's, it's like playing dude, it. I, I gotta see Pierce's cousins playing a game. And they're like, both six seven and like, like farmer <laughs> strong, dude. Like throwing me around like a like a. See, this like is why I know. Paper this is airplane. why Koreans know nothing about that sport. Yeah. Yeah. Unnecessary it's for us physical. to learn. Out. <laughs> very physical. And you take you like you know you're slashing at the stick or whatever. And you might like. You might chop someone's leg like, off okay. or someone's head like, off. To an extent, I think if they allow you in hockey, you know people get sticks on each other, but they're wearing these pads. 
It's because they're not wearing anything. They're wearing the same thing that we play football with, and they're just smashing each other. It's like the same rugby-style shit, but instead you've got this, like, other weapon. (laughs) This is why why we're good at golf, speed skating, and archery. No human contact. (laughs) The finesse sports. The finesse sports are all real good. Wheelhouse. Real technical, guys. That's incredible. Oh, my God. And and then then Gaelic football is played on the same surface, but it's... How can we distinguish Gaelic football from... uh, from the other, from rugby. Well, the big difference is that you can grab the ball with your hands, you know, um, and it's a lot of, a lot of it is in the air. Have you ever seen Australian rules football? It's, that's where it came from. Yeah, it's football. a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so it's, it's a fast game, but I don't like Gaelic football. Never did. Never liked Gaelic. Uh, so just to give yeah. some reference, yeah. Tipperary, where dad's from, is like a hurling county like war hurlers okay. like if you look at who won the all-ireland final last year hey who was it yeah it was yeah temporary yeah. let so, these motherfuckers know yeah. <laughs> and uh just out of curiosity i checked the lineup and there were uh i think in the starting like 15 or whatever there were two mars right. and then in the yeah no on the bench there were three yeah Hey. Maybe 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 in the final it was different, yeah. but at the like the the, the way they list the they lineup. They even had a Brendan on the team. Yeah, and Aww. a Patrick. Yeah, and a Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> of course, there's always there's always a Patrick. Right, right in the backyard with the red breast and at Expo Park, we're getting as Irish as it gets. Oh um, yeah, that was interesting world. It, we move on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and on that note, we'll take our first break. We'll jump back into it. See you guys in a bit. Oh my God, we just scratched the surface. here with FCFC Pod. We're here with Pierce, the homie, and his father, Tim. You know what? Going from the East Coast, I'm used to a lot of uh, good old uh, Irish folk from New York and New Jersey running the FDNY and all that. But um, (laughs) here in Los Angeles, I think Pierce finding out about his kind of club soccer background and actually his his career as a coach here and finding out how deep the roots go. And now I find out that Tim actually started a, a, a club team out here in Los Angeles as well. So can you talk to us about w- the desire to start a team here and what that meant for you know raising your sons through it as well? Well, I, I grew up, um, or pardon me, my kids grew up with AYSO. Mm. And in, we're in Culver City, we played. And, uh, and uh, that was a great love for the game at that level. It was just beautiful to see kids developing. And then I had three sons, and I coached three of them at different levels at different times. And then, then it was just two in one team, Brendan and Connor. He went. He was at an older age group and moved on. So we had a team, an AYSO team that won everything. One one year we had, I think it was under ten, and we won. We had fifty-two games, and we out of the fifty-two. Fifty-two won, games. 52 oh my goodness. Games. Between tournaments, 40, we season. 40, we won forty-nine of them. We won every regionals, every, wow. every, every competition, every tournament we went to. We were winners. It was incredible. So we made a club team out. Yeah. And uh, the club started that year. It was called City Soccer Club, and I was one of the founding members this yeah the club still exists today it's incredible yeah now now formally exists as culver city yeah culver city is that right yeah yeah nice yeah and so i know as i said pierce from playing club soccer at lmu 
and the first time, my first interactions with, with Timmy were him getting kicked out of the game. Timmy was still letting the refs have it, um, even even when we were in in college playing USC, playing Pepperdine, playing these schools, and uh, to hear and to witness the level of passion that Timmy had for the game, the, the ferocity just from the sidelines. The one thing that Pierce would always talk about is his his youth playing, and so now it's kind of ironic because Pierce is coaching. What 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 age group are you coaching? So right now I have a. Basically, it's a team of 2011s is what we play at, but the majority of the kids are actually 2012s, and I have two 2013s. So they're playing up a year, and then some kids are playing up two years. Um, They're playing at the bronze level in uh, Coast Soccer League. And then I have a boys 2016 team also at the bronze level. so you're you're and every weekend when I call you, you're like, yeah, I'm getting my like other coaching license. So I I just got news this week that I passed. So I'm yeah. now certified uh, U.S. Soccer C license level coach. Hey. Uh, basically, thank you. Uh, the first applause on the pod. Thank I like you. It. It's worth thank it. you. We need a soundboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, at, at this point, the goal is to get and get the B, and that kind of opens all the like real coaching doors. Right. As far as like what type of coaching jobs you can get. So what do you what do you think about all this? What do you think I, about I this think, guy coaching? I think it's fabulous. You know, yeah. I think it is fabulous. But coaching and um, is something that's also you can teach coaching, but there's some natural abilities that people good coaches have, and um, I think to read the game is important. To teach people the technical skills, the basics at a younger age, but to be a good coach, you have to watch the angles and the, the positions and the anticipation, there's so much in it. And not all coaches, I think, have a good grasp on that, you know, in, in my opinion. I'm sure Diego Maradona doesn't, but he can still get the best out of his players sometimes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there's, best I guess there's a couple, <laughs> yeah, a couple kind of, a couple kind of. But like, have you, have you seen him? Have you gone to watch? I him haven't. Games? No, no. I, he hasn't invited me yet. Uh, no, he, you went to a game uh, in West Adams, but it's been a, it's been a year or two. I, yeah. I've had a. I don't. Know, I guess I'm prideful. And I've had teams playing at a level that he's afraid because people to see. (laughs) So you you want you don't want to call dad up until you're ready to lift the title, basically. Uh, Dad just told you his record one year, so I don't know if I can really even talk about the same conversation without having a similar (laughs) winning record. (laughs) Just with the way our family functions with competition. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's flower. That's gonna be fun. So, I mean, but what I'm what I'm loving about this is just like the fact that he coached you guys. Now you're coaching. Brennan and Connor aren't here to defend themselves, but they got right. two more Irish brothers. Yeah. Do you think either of those two are gonna stay involved in the game? I'd say Connor's more likely than Brendan. They're both coaching at uh, what we call a soccer school on Fridays with myself, and then Connor actually is has been assisting me with the 2006s. I mean, you're a special breed, Pierce, because if anyone has had the pleasure of standing next to Pierce during a game, it's uh, in the middle of singing in Spanish and all the songs, he will give 
very uh, immediate direction to our t- our team and says, "Spread the ball, spread the ball." It was like you see that through pass, and so you're you're coaching our guys from the supporter section, but also singing the songs. And I think one time when we really kind of all came together, Pierce was when uh, we were having a TSG barbecue in Santa Monica, and then. You had said something about your coaching in the, in the same park, but it never really, it didn't really hit. And then uh, in the middle of us drinking and, and, and barbecuing, we see Pierce in a bucket hat and sunscreen on, just like coaching the crap out of these kids. I'm like, damn, this, he's really about this. Like, this is really his life right now. And then oh, yeah. soon, I mean, soon after around noon, and then uh, he comes over and has, has a beer and, um, and, uh, and, and, and has some food. But this game is really your life, man. This game and the kind of commitment you have to it is... Is, is something else entirely, I think. When something brings you so much joy, I mean, you're only going to continue to go back. Mm. And that's something Damn. that you, my dad for sure had an integral part in playing. You know, everyone's like, how do you find time? Or how do you do this? Or I have energy. And it's like, when you look forward to it, like, those aren't questions you're asking. Mm. Yeah, we need that soundbite for a lot of our TSG members right now, dude. <laughs> if you're looking forward to it, you shouldn't be asking again. It's fine. It's great. This is great. I mean, for me, it was also the fact of like paying it forward. Like I had, I had very good fortune having really good coaches. Like a lot of them playing at one level, not necessarily being good at one thing, but being good at some aspect of the game. Yeah. And being able to use that to like further learn was super beneficial. I think having different types of coaches from different countries that played different positions was integral in learning a different perspective of the game. So I I really enjoyed that, and I took a lot of what I learned with me. So Pierce quit soccer, Timmy. What's up with that? Yeah, and he he sold out. He sold out so hard. (laughs) So check it out. There Pierce was. There Pierce was playing the game his whole life. He had it all in front of him, guys. What does he do? He gets into school and he decides he's gonna go. He's gonna go. He wants. He wants the ladies, guys. He wants to go. He wants to go be part of the cool kid club. So he plays baseball, football, American football. I mean, let's be honest. Soccer wasn't getting him any pussy in college. Exactly. Well, then, well, we're then, talking about high school. Well, then, all right. We're all right. High school. Do what you gotta do. And then you have doing it wrong. He was having too much fun. No, you could be the best soccer player. In- I'll never forget that year he was playing football. I'll never forget it. We used to go to the games. One particular game in where the heck was it? One night in one night the ambulance came on the field three times. Oh yeah. And they were short to players. So and any time I'm thinking, well, he's going to be next, you know, you know, because he was in every all the both ends. He was in the the, uh, the tight end defensive end was an all American like <laughs> USC number one recruit. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah, he was a beast. He was so like six six. We were our team. There was like twenty. Okay, let me clarify. I went to St. Monica's Catholic High School. There were 29 guys on the football team. Yo. Like, this is not, like, what you're talking about when you think about Texas football or L.A. football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a Catholic school that was really more interested in the arts. Like, the football program was not recruiting anyone. <laughs> so, I, I mean... People got a, I mean, people got rides, and, you know, people took it somewhere but like we were division 12 mm. if and 13 is seven man football so to give you some context on the reality of but you thought you were ne- going to be the next big thing you know yeah i mean i was in high school <laughs> i mean i was in high school wasn't that what you're supposed to be doing like yeah i mean i had letters like it's not like i didn't get letters i got 
17 hey, where, where are those letters, letters from those different letters? schools asking to play football at their school. Where are those letters at now when it could have been more football, Piercy? More the good kind of football, the football we like with you. Jesus, leave him alone. He got letters, man. All right. He got letters. I got lots of letters. Lots and if I had scored 120 points higher in my SATs, I could have There was nobody paying 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... San Diego State was like willing 20, to oh, for give real? me a scholarship. Yeah. What position were you playing? Uh, tight end, defensive yeah, end, and linebacker. Wow. I was also probably like and, and 30 pounds. Yeah, for wide receiver. I wasn't as good as that because I wasn't super fast. But I was a 4'6 at 230. You're running a 4'6? Motherfucker. That's, that's crazy. That's like school. running back speed, dude. That's oh, yeah. wild. But that was slow. Because I wasn't tall enough or like heavy enough. Footballers are mules. Yeah, no, they are. It's, really, it's a grueling you know, game. Really tough people. You know, they have to be. So my neck grew like two sizes. My mom's like, "What's wrong with you?" Wait, what happened on this game where where people were getting carted off? On All the because uh, they had a. That was my sophomore year. Oh my! It was people uh, broken leg. Oh man! Uh, I don't know if it's broken leg. Neck. I think it was two concussions and a neck injury. Yeah. Scarier. But yeah, yeah, I was a sophomore. I hadn't played before. I had done zero weightlifting. So he had every concern to be. His mom is with me and she's praying there all the time. Mm. She didn't know what number I was for the whole first year. She <laughs> never, she always had a rosary in her hand and was praying just wow. that I'd be okay. Damn. And there's nothing like a praying mother, man. Oh, my family is really good at praying. Yeah. I'm with you. some of the most religious people I've ever known in my life, some of the holiest people I've ever known in my life back here that. right now. No. So I just, I just feel <laughs> glory to, glorious to be that. in you guys' no, presence no, right no. now. Hey. Don't, don't, don't upset Timmy. No, 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 but I'm happy, in the end, I'm happy that Pierce didn't get uh, the, the full ride to wherever, and I'm happy no. he came back to football because that's that's how we ended up meeting. It was all... And my only question to you guys is... Or Pierce, do you ever do you ever regret not playing still in high school? No, because it was the right decision for me at the time. I really feel that uh, it allowed me to experience different experiences, and I think there was a point that I just like, you know, you don't you don't believe in yourself anymore, and you decide <laughs> to move like forward. To, I'd like to, to drop a little word in here. Yes, drop it in. Because I think that's what's crucial and what's wrong in America with the growth of soccer. Because they have an awful lot of choices there, and they're either you have people. If you look at the same culture in in in, in London or 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 Scotland, the poorest cities, uh, Boko Juniors, that they grew out of poverty, that love. And the kids had fight in them, and they had passion, and they had heart. Mm-hmm. And that's an element that's very hard to ingrain into youngsters in America. There's not enough struggle for us growing up Exactly, yeah. 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 And the yeah. amount of choices, yeah. it's like if you do something yeah. bad, you can just switch sports anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that, a, a very exactly powerful ingredient in sports, the fight. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it, it's beyond sports. I think it's yeah. just everything, the drive. <clears throat> um, the unwillingness to quit yes. in in our generation, it is yeah. uh, the threshold is a yeah. lot lower. Yeah. Um, because you know we were we were handed everything. Yes. Like we were told we were special when we really weren't. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we had great supportive parents. Mm-hmm. Incredible. You know all the good and happy progressive yeah. stuff that we experienced. There's also going to be a decline where once these kids become older and yeah. they, they don't know how to work hard for the gratification that they've had their whole lives 
they don't know what to do. So they're just like, fuck it. I'm yeah. going to do drugs. But they, but <laughs> at the same time, the, the kind of inner city, like poverty stricken family making it into the pros is, is as American as, as it can get, right? Yeah, and basketball, it is. football, right. baseball, and yeah. stuff. It's just not this but, sport. But, I, but, see, but, with but here, I see with here, soccer. Okay. Here, here, gotcha. goes, here goes the key mm. airtime. Air They're not given airtime to the game. Gotcha. Culture is all geared to the other sports. I see, I see, I see. And, but, and they're fighting that because they, they know if it took off here, it would be bigger than any of them. Mm -hmm. And I think it may be one day. Well, if you look at the youth yeah. numbers in yeah. baseball and football, they're yeah. down the last five years every year. Like, the numbers are down in those yeah. sports. Yeah. And Especially soccer, football. if you look at the 90s compared to now, like, the numbers, like, well, the numbers tell you exactly what's happening. It's just not happening at a fast enough rate yet. Well, let's jump to let's jump to the pros, Timmy. I know Pierce was saying you're not you haven't been to LAFC yet. You no. haven't checked out a game. No. You might be kind of against it. Nah, 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 nah. I would never be against it. <laughs> okay, no, but tell me why, I, I, why, haven't, I, I you why haven't you been there? Why haven't you been there? Why haven't you been there? I want you to come. Because um, I I did man? I did for the Galaxy the first year I was the season ticket holder. All the family we used to go. Yeah, it was, yeah, I remember that. He remembers that. He was, that's he used what to he was dogging doing. them the whole game. <laughs> it, was, it was cheap then, you know. You could go with the family, and it was great. Mm. And um, and um, Galaxy was exciting because we, we were into all these fights. I call them their games, but they're fights. When you have Arsenal and United <laughs> going for league titles and one's trying to crack the shit out of the other and they're mm -hmm. going for every ball, every player on that team if he's not going for it. And the fire was there, you know? That's the fire we need here in the spirit of the players. And I, I don't get fed from that with the U.S. game right now. Yeah. And maybe I should go and have another look. I, I think it's time. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't. I still don't think the fight's I mean, quite there. But what's ironic, though, is you, I think you, the fight, the the fight is leaving the European leagues a little bit. Oh, it is. Yeah. Look right? at Man, look at Man United. <laughs> <laughs> not just because, it's, it's, it's because of the way that I think money has changed the game quite a bit, and players Hunger. don't have that same sort of nah. loyalty that they once most of did. those most of the greatest players in the world ever got paid a lot of money. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. You know that. Yeah. Mm. They really didn't. The money came after. You think of Eusebio? You ever yeah. know who he was? Yeah. yeah. Great player. Pelly. He was like they were on the same dancing dancers with the ball. You know? Because it is like think about it. They're so fit and light on their feet, man. They can, that ball is all part of them. They can roll it around them. You know? Mm. Huh? And that's what's so incredibly brilliant about it. What any one of those athletes, even the poorer ones, can probably do something about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like there's anyone in the modern game today, I mean, outside of United, because we've heard that already, it's just yeah. um, who has that kind of fight and that fire, who is one to, that you respect well, in that regard? If I would took at America, <clears throat> only one player sticks out for me. One. <clears throat> and he has something about his look, something about the way he holds himself. And you can tell the way he thinks. Plissick, that kid. Yeah. Mm. He's a good player. He yeah. will be a great player. Would be the best America's ever had. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And but he has set something special about he's he's sitting out there. He's sitting there with Chelsea right now. He's sitting back there. He's controlling the whole deal. He has Lampard in his pocket. You know, 
and he is going to run that team eventually. Mm. Be one of the leaders of that team. He's going to take off. Yeah. He'll jump in. And if that happened, then he was the, the, the Ronaldo or the Messi. Mm -hmm. For America, this game would, stadiums would fill and be building bigger yeah. stadiums. We're, we're hoping that he's successful out there. Well, yeah. regardless of the Pulisic element, I will say I hear you about lacking the fight in MLS, and I think there's a reason so many of us didn't get roped into MLS earlier. But I think that the league is hitting a threshold here where you're getting enough quality, enough of the art, enough of the dancing that you're talking about, but also more and more of the you know fight. What, you know what? Because, because now we have even the things like LAFC versus LA Galaxy, yeah. rival teams in the same city, yeah. teams that are now growing history over the course of time, right. where you start to have memories and you start to have those scrappy games where teams, where people yeah. are really going for it. And since the salaries aren't quite at the level that they're at at Europe, people <coughs> are hungry when they come to to play in this game here now, younger players from South America versus the old veterans that maybe MLS did in the past a little bit more. They got stuff so, doing that. Yeah, well, it's 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 starting to fade. They out. have to get those kids. Like America starts taking office when you have the Galaxy recruiting uh, a 13-year-old star from Berlin or from Argentina or from Korea. Yeah. And and they have him in the gallon, they're paying him all this money and this is the big the big that's what they need to do too in America. Yeah. Hire the, the young stars right. around the world. I mean because they're the, the only rock way stars. You gotta have they're the rock stars so. of the team. Because then you can at least they're, they're turn the guys them that for sell the tickets. A financial profit. Put the show right. on. You know? It's like an investment. Yeah. And it is a show. Yeah. I think what's been a, in encouraging over this. the past this is um, your show. Past couple months. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Was that like someone like uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, we're here for high fives. But um, someone like uh, Cheeky I missed you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's go. What was that? What was that? Let's go. Let's go. Going on in the back area. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was great. Person, you need somebody like what? just like uh, Cheeky Palacios, right? Who's um, right? Who was about to go sign for Barca B or maybe Barcelona's kind of squad team over there, and he saw there was um, there was kind of a stopgap or there was a blockade there at um, at uh, fullback, and so he decided that he's hungry enough that he wants playing time, and LA would afford him the the kind of exposure that if he can play every every day, he can get. You know, a move over to Europe that may be more favorable to um, his kind of playing standards, but he wants to play right now, and that hunger, I think, is what we're talking about with the younger South American players coming up to America. Is that that's kind of what this uh, this league is needed for a while? Yeah. The people who are hungry, the, the young kids who are hungry, yeah. to say like, I'll I'll bite the paycheck for now, just so I can say that. I will play week in, week out, and earn my place in the global stage here well, in, the, well, in the States. Even with the, the paychecks, our, two out of our uh, three top paid players are 19 and 21. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've kind of gotten into that formula of becoming more of a selling league. We yeah. bring these guys up young, sell them, make our money, and figure this shit out. Well, to Timmy's point, if it's about the show and it's about entertainment, it's about going and watching players fight, just logically, a player who still has his career ahead of him, who wants <coughs> to play in Europe, who wants to, who wants to shot at the big ones, and maybe the Man Uniteds of the world, the Barcelonas of the world, didn't come and grab him from Peñarol at 15, so he maybe even has that much more fight right. to want to, you know, he might have friends that he grew up playing with that are playing in Europe already, and he wants to get over there. So, so you come and you play in MLS, and you're trying to make a name for yourself, 
now all of us get the benefit of players really getting stuck in, players that are really going for it, who are younger, who are better, the game's faster, and then the veterans you are getting, like the Carlos Velas, who's, who's more in the prime of their career, that will start upticking too, based on players that want a different sort of experience, or maybe they're fed up with Europe at some point. Yeah. So I, I do think that we're kind of at the tipping point with MLS, Timmy, and I, yeah. I'm convinced next year you need to, if you're not willing to come during the playoff run, you need to at least come next year and come and check out a game because okay, it's I a will. different thing. Uh, if Pierce will invite me, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a second break, boys, and we'll be back with the third segment with the, the two monitors back. Yeah. Okay. Hey. to him, guys. Y'all thinking, like, Dweez just drinks oolongs and pu'ers and he doesn't really <laughs> up on those other teas like that. I brought, Then I hit you with the sencha, and you were like, damn, Dweez got it like that? Then I'm gonna hit you tonight with something you didn't even know I, I fuck with super hard, and that's all the Indian teas. Oh. You're like, oh, what do you mean Indian teas? I like I like English teas and Irish teas. Well, guess what? All those are probably coming from India originally, alright? And if they're not, they're probably from, coming from Kenya. Darjeeling. Yeah, Darjeeling. That's right, Timmy. Timmy already knows. We got the Darjeeling pouring up right now. I gotta be patient with it. If you don't hit the Darjeeling's really right, they turn quick. They're one of the teas that turn. So I'm gonna hit them with that. And then I got a, an Irish classic coming up after that. Because when I visited Tim's family, he hit me with all the types of Irish teas. But then, um, in the meantime, as I pour these teas for us, as it finishes up, do you guys wanna have your, have your space to talk about Roy Keane? I think now's the time to talk about Roy Keane. Right, I think we're ready. This is all been building up for Roy. Yes, Roy Keane. Been ready. Yeah, here's the Roy Keane. Keane. I'll put Keane. Roy Keane. 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 But then what? you can get rid of him in a year or two because he'll tell you all fuck off anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. Kino. Kino. Yeah, 2002 World Cup. Ireland, Ireland qualifies. They're going to go and make it happen, but then what, what happens with Keen? I don't get it. Keen? Mm-hmm. Roy Keen for the 2002 World Cup. I think they just got jaded with it. It's too small time. Yeah. yeah. I would say both of them. I think they should never have gone there. Because a guy like Mick McCarty has got nothing else to do, you know, mm-hmm. to get the job, you know, and he, he's relaxed and he's probably, the team is doing really good for him, you know. They're unbeaten so far in the Euros. Right. Well, they have to win the weekend. It's not. Is Ireland ever going to make the World Cup again? I don't know if that matters really or not. I don't know. I love going they, to... They have the thief. They got rid of a guy who's just... Their FA chief, and he was on the FAI and all the boards in Europe. The guy's just got the bullet, you know? And he ripped them off and everything, you know? Financially. Mm-hmm. Delaney. Guy called Delaney. Well, Pierce and I went to Croke Park to watch Ireland play Serbia, and Nemanja Vidic was uh, on the oh. Serbia team. Mm. And I've got the most hilarious photo of me next to Nemanja Vidic from like. 
making like the most like, eh, I hate you, have an Arsenal fan face, and he still took the picture. He was like, yeah. Are you serious? With vintage? Yeah, with that's Jesus, awesome. that's incredible. <laughs> but uh, that was the only time I ever watched Ireland play. But when I saw them at the Euros and the support that they had, the I was like, man, like, get these guys dude, back. The support so is good. Oh, the whole thing, man. Talk to me about Let's the talk about Irish yeah, yeah. support. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about Irish. What what makes it so lit? Because it was it was lit in Dublin when we went. But when I saw like what they were doing in France, they got like they they took the show. They yeah. took the whole show oh, yeah. in Europe. I feel like they got that same type of like spirit and energy that Mexican supporters have. Yeah. I would agree with that. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're just happy to be here. We're just gonna have yeah, a good yeah. time and like, which is come the, join us. The most like, respectable whatever. thing of all supporter culture that I've ever yeah. like, I've encountered up to like this point is really win or lose. They're they're there to have a good time. And like, that's yeah, the yeah, greatest yeah. thing about those fans and supporters. And I'd say the nearest thing to that, like, at lately that you'd seen that's, like, a hysterical example is, like, the Iceland, like, mm. support. Because, like, for what it right, takes for them to travel, there, like, the percentage cold. of the country, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, that many of them went? Like, right, and right. what? And, and like, do they even vote? have, like, the means for that? Like, right. <laughs> like Timmy, yeah. have you seen the Irish national team play before? Um, not public? for a while, no. When did you see them last? Oh, on TV I've seen them, but I haven't been well, I mean, God, that, that's a long time ago. By the way, I'm delivering you guys a little Gitapar Exotic Darjeeling Spring Black Tea. Yes, this is a first flush. You guys know what it is. First flush. Tag out to people who keep track of flushes out there. Yeah. Awesome. Here's some tea for everybody. But after this, I got another one, so... Uh, we didn't have yeah, right, right. No tasting right. cups today. Tim and Pierce, can you talk to no us tasting. about what it feels like to tea. have Roy Keane? Oh, cheers to this. That's a light black tea. Cheers to this. Oh, we, we got makeup. Right. Cheers to the teacups. <laughs> hey, we're cheering the teacups. It's lit tonight. It's going to be a little hot. So cheers. It should be a little warm. Yeah, no. To have <laughs> the... You right? You right? I warned you. It's a little hot. You right? I was going to say, I'm going to probably let this sit. Let it cool. Let it cool in the evening. Like, if I know any better, yeah, I was about to say, I'm sorry. Right, cool. What did it feel like to have the, the Irish talisman play, f I mean, to be captain of your favorite team? Oh, made you proud. Made you, made me, I had a big head, man. I just was, fuck it, that guy was a, a fucking monster when he was yeah. on the field. He was the heart of, of that. And he, you couldn't but like him. I mean, he's an asshole, I'm sure, to be around. But, no, but he, you couldn't but like him at the same time. He's a mm -hmm. great guy, and he's a great player. He he, he walked the talk, you know? Or, yeah. Or, or he, he he showed us these games. Shout out Creeps, our favorite asshole. I mean, I'll never forget when he put a header in in the European Cup semifinal, and the guy's got a yellow card already. He's not going to play in the final if they won. And he got him in the final. He hit this header. Um, yeah, what the heck was it? Was it Juventus? In the European semi-final, cup final, mm. the Champions League right now. 99? Yeah, and he put the ball in the net, got him into the quarterfinals, sacrificed everything, because, you know, he did, because he had got a yellow card mm. erroneously in the game. He never got a real one. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a good one? <laughs> oh shit! I don't know where it came on. Uh. <laughs> oh 
Then pointed to the heavens and thank God for that. Right, Keen, he didn't know you had such uh, great presence <laughs> yeah. amongst us, man. Anyway, man, go for it. You know, quit it. He turned into a pep talk. Yo, Keen, go for that fucking coaching position, man. We yeah, need you. <laughs> Oh man! Hey Pierce, was was Roy Keane your favorite player growing up? I mean, he was definitely someone you looked up to for sure. Being brought up in an Irish American household, yeah, he was him and uh, Irwin left back. Yeah. Well, they had that. Well, they had the two. They Stephen had Irwin was a quiet player. We never heard a thing about. Him. Yeah, but he was consistent he was an and calm and was mm-hmm. very cool. Always had to mark the striker of the best team on the opposition. Cool head. By the way, I apologize. I brewed this dark drink thirty seconds too long. <laughs> no, so this is a little bite. This is delicious. That bite at the end shouldn't be there though. It would be like smooth as uh, like yeah, what you're your your dream if I would have just been a little bit more careful. But I got excited talking about the Irish national. Just left it in there, huh? What did you guys Nasty think? Ass. What did you guys think of? Uh, <laughs> just left it in there. That <laughs> 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 just, just hit me. I was like, what is he talking about? Um, what did you guys think of Roy Keane? Like, what was he? I mean, these are two. I'm with. I'm very outnumbered right now. I'm got yeah, four yeah. Uniteds to one. Oh Arsenal. yeah, right when the mics turn off, we're jumping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy, like, as someone who didn't watch United as a supporter, I hated him. Of course, and I was terrified of him. <laughs> sure. But you wanted to go into. Battle I wish he was on my team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was like, he's like the destroyer that everyone wishes. Disrupts everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. He just yeah. like. He's the type of personality that. LAFC need on derby days. Yeah, he yeah. Goes, he <laughs> Someone that's just gonna be like, all right, well, I'm probably gonna get a red card, but I'm fucking taking this fucker out. Well, yeah. he's he's no, he's he's strategically going after someone with mental weakness. Like you pick on <laughs> oh, he the one do with the attitude. No. no, you pick on the one with the attitude. Was Patrick or the one that's got something yeah. to prove. Mental weakness. Yeah, but it's all about who no, you wasn't. choose yeah, to do that. He was a different character. There's, I don't there's think some tact that goes okay, into Patrick it. Was mentally no, that was no, that was going after the best player and distracting the yeah. best player oh, at all hey, costs. Hey, can we can we all come together and also just say, you know, this whole Man City Liverpool shit this had nothing on Arsenal United. You're Arsenal right. United I, I agree with in, that. The, in the 2000s, early 2000s, that shit was lit. You watch those games no, they those... kill each other. It was like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. And they were all... That was when football was still really physical. You'd see the yeah. Arsenal fans. Like the... You know, you see the Arsenal fans. Oh, the tears. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I don't think everyone's oh, crying. I don't think everyone's crying when Ruben Nistroy missed the penalty that would have ended the Invincibles, but he failed. No, we knew he could have done it if he wanted it. Yeah, he <laughs> Why wouldn't he want to? He didn't do it. It didn't matter. He wanted to give you guys some shine. I yeah, yeah. yeah. He was your friend. Yeah, he was a friend. Ruben he was a friend. He, he was, um, he was, uh, Making up for the his compatriot friend Percy. I love you guys. We gotta go see the United game. Let's go. Let's go. We're on the same page. Yes. Yes. He was he was making up for Van Persie, who would it's win okay. his only uh, title with United. With, I've outnumbered them with Arsenal more than a couple of times. I'll let them have this moment, yeah. especially as you guys get down closer to the relegation. A lot of great zone. players at Arsenal, <laughs> but with without even the the kind of. You know of, who was the youth development coach there for about ten years? Arsenal. Pat Rice. No, no, Liam Brady. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, we, had, we had some Irishmen yeah. over at Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, Pat Rice, Liam Brady. Yeah, 
But so Roy, Roy, Roy Keane, I think, embodied what uh, is the truest sense of a captain. In, in, yeah, in is he the, the truest yeah. sense of an Irishman? I mean, y'all can answer that better than I can. So no, I, I mean, prefer him as a captain. You know great. what? When I see Irish athletes, Irish the way they carry themselves with that kind of just like fuck everybody type, like I'm, I'm here. Aaron Gobrah! It's very similar to like Australian players, I feel like. The, the, or in the, the type of, right now? The type of, at, no, just in general, like the type of attitude they bring in when they play a game where it's just like, oh, beautiful. fuck, I'm just, here, I'm just here to be disruptive kind of and do my thing. Right. But yeah, it's, I love it. I love that like. Well, it can be frowned upon as being rude and unfriendly or un whatever it may be but but that's that one sports. form of that's one form of doing it but then you know we all have different ways of expressing ourselves but you know fuck we all have different ways of expressing ourselves taking my picture here going <laughs> <laughs> around with the red lights <laughs> I saw him over there earlier. Oh, boys. Uh, no, wait, so just just, just bring it, bringing it back home here. Uh, you left Ireland all those years ago. Pierce, you almost lived in Ireland. Oh, you lived there for what, like a year? Nah, six no, months. Uh, a couple Three months. A couple weeks, a couple months. I want to talk about Korea. All right, let's talk about Korea. I'm yes. always down to talk about Korea. What are you curious about? I, I just want you to tell me about... You are a diplomat now for your country, both of you, and you oh, are... Oh, you're going straight to... <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. You're what? selling no, me no, Korea. No, no, no. <laughs> what? what? Let's, see this, no. let's see where this goes. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Where are we going Slim, with this? I just want everyone to know Slim just... I've never seen it happen on the podcast. Flipped his hat and went... Is his hat is backwards. Yeah, uh, okay, you're a team. Goes. Come on. Yes, we're a team. We're a team. We're a team. Throw it in. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. What, what are we discussing about yeah, Korea? Yeah, what's the question? We were you're going to do... Japan, you're going to tell us all about... About yeah. Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, Excuse me. All about um, who you are, what you... What the alum the Take me there into your native gadget. Korean, into your families, and what that's like. I want to experience that. I have a very non-conventional... Korean-American experience of Korea, where it's really just a lot of good food, a yeah. lot of good alcohol, yeah. and girls that are also around the alcohol. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, it's it, to me, it's a country that's built for like 16 to 35-year-olds. Yeah. Whether whether it's partying uh -huh. or it's all the cute little cafes and little. Instagram like type moments that they create through you know these little spaces on walls or shops or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean everything's very trendy in Korea if, if I can say anything about Korea they're the quickest to run on trends and then they'll be gone um, right after yeah, that yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the, uh, the retention span is short in that respect no, for sure. Trends change all the time. Yeah, yeah. Trend, trends are very big yeah. in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if it doesn't hit, don't yeah. waste time. So if it's, if it's 35, you guys have got to go like live there now while you can. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're right at the cusp where it's like, like if we're at the club, like people are like, oh, you guys are kind of old and creepy now. 
I think it's interesting because um, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> he's still younger than me. You got, you got the good hair, got the blue beard. You don't think he's creepy? Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the creepy. I definitely yes, he's, a creepy. he's a creepy one out of the two. Okay. <laughs> Scumbag gang for life. <laughs> I'd, I'd say I think in regards to that we're it's, we're a, a small country always in the in the middle of two behemoths right there would be China and Japan and always so we have this kind of complex about us that's always fighting to preserve our culture to be really prideful about our culture to understand our our, our kind of power dynamic within the region at the same time and, and because of that Korean people are so proud to see Korean people succeed regardless you of what country from you are reality you, you have that, princes in your family Probably you not. Look, you look princely. Oh, yeah. that's very nice of you to say. That's a, we probably have a lot of farmers, but I've heard we have some lawyers. Yeah. It's okay, we're farmers too. We got, we got a lot of farmers, farmers within our midst, no, but it's... Um, we're farmers. I, I think the, the interesting thing about Korea right now is that it's so westernized in a lot of ways that um, even like the biggest corporation in Korea, like let's say Hyundai Car Corporation, which um, um, is trying to adopt English as their their main language within even Korea in Seoul Korea is like they want to have English to be you know to be more of a global thing so Korea company? which company in Hyundai Hyundai yeah the car company so uh, they're as the CEO shifts they're aiming to have um, English as their main language so but the thing is the interesting thing is the Koreans will always have this kind of complex with uh, Eastern and Western cultures merging into one, similar to, I guess, Hong Kong or something like that, where it is they're trying to, they want to preserve everything that's Korean, but they want to do it with a kind of a Western lens on it as well. And that's, you have a lot of fighting, infighting on the, the, yeah, the dynamics that. of that, right? I'm aware of that. Absolutely. Given the, a good description. Right, the, yeah, valid, yeah. the validity of that as yeah. well, to see like Korea as a, a larger cultural force, what that happens, but... Like the same way, like I think even to bring back to, to soccer, like our our talisman right now, Son Heung Min, who plays for Tottenham, he was raised essentially in Germany with the the programs of Hamburg and through the programs of um, Leverkusen. The, yeah, Leverkusen, and so essentially I, I see him play and I see a, a German winger in a Korean body, right? Like that's uh -huh. like that's how his tactics are, and a lot yeah. of our our younger kids are going through La Liga, right? And so they play like Spanish boys who with wow. with 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 kind of Korean uh, Korean understandings of it, so. What, in is the, that, what is it about the German football system? This is kind of a tangent. What is it about the German football system that you... Because you see players from all over the world get their start in Germany. Yeah. They'll, they'll pivot elsewhere. It's the same with Japanese players. Right, right, right. They're I think they open. just put more Turkey. emphasis on their farming program. Right, right. Like, I think in Asia and yeah. Germany... Of, I mean, even Pulisic. Yeah. Right, like, right, right. They, they, they have scouts, you know, however vast they have them, but... They're picking up these kids at like 15, 14 years old and bringing them over. And I mean, it's, it's a factory out there. Yeah. And to be, yeah, go ahead. No, no. Well, I was just going to say that I'd say like the percentage of like the conversion. Because mm -hmm. you got to think about how many teams there are in each country and yeah, how much allotted energy and <coughs> resources but, go but into But it's that. amazing um, watching Korea play soccer. Yeah. Good teams. Very, we're understand great understanding of the game. Right, right, right. Great athleticism, and they're warriors. They're out there fighting. Right, right. They right. might and know they're on the man, but they're, they're. You can see the fights there. That that goes back to what Josh was saying of yeah. us being between those two behemoths, and we have that chip on our shoulder. We yeah. always just 
we always feel like we have something to prove because of that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's a I great, think I'd say the great Irish policy. can relate to that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, there's very similar like, like histories of, you yeah. know, like people invading our countries and survival. Yeah, yeah survival. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. we're both countries of survival. So make you a warrior as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Make you into a warrior if you want. Definitely. Well, and like keynote relating it back, yeah. so mm-hmm. it all the way back. Oh, th- oh was my like God. Poor fo- in football. <laughs> yeah, in football, that was like, you know, Ireland never had, like, someone to look up to since, oh like, Georgie God. Best, as far as, like, United goes. Right. Like, with all the lore that was Georgie Best. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Pop, pop I, I did it to him. I did it to him. Yeah, guys. you, you I brought, put I it down in front tea. of him, and it was I brought, over. I brought him with the milk tea right here. Yeah, this Ooh. is a uh, classic... <laughs> Earl Grey. That's why he's so Bergamot black tea. And also my, a dark tea. have mercy on her just like mother's milk. This is uh, what, you know? <laughs> yeah. what you get. Mother's what you milk. get a lot in, in Europe, <laughs> Ireland, elsewhere. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of milk. You know what it is? I, I don't usually it. drink milk with my teas, but if it's dark, if it's uh, Earl Grey, you know you got to put a little <laughs> milk beautiful. and sugar in there. It's a beautiful pour. First milk tea ever in the backyard. I know, man. It's crazy. Do you, how do you think? How do you think about it? I like it. Feel very English right now. Well, I hope you feel more Irish because well, I mean Irish. Hey, it's like it's like mixing up J- Japan and Korea. Did you know? One last one last one on the Korean national team. We used to take such pride in the the hustle and the the, the dog and the players to, to fight and to really to get that part. But the thing we were missing always was the creativity that comes that is mm-hmm. uh, the dancing in football, right? That we say and yeah. I think um, our, it, it speaks to the national team standing right now that the most successful team in 02 was coached by Gus Hiddink who was the Netherlands team coach and was had a really lustrous career but there's a there's there's this kind of there's this kind of um uprising in structure. terms of yeah stru- there's a structure and there's a creativity when that but now in modern Korean football there's an there's an idea to understand what Korean football looks like in the mm. modern times right and I think taking the best of Europe and understanding what the hustle right. mentality of the Asian football game looks like, and then yeah. to meld the two and to figure out what the identity and the if if the they kind of play took style. it on at full scale, you would probably overtake anywhere in the world. I mean, that's what I, we're I do believe. Man. I believe these would, and 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 your countries can do it. Yeah, because because you look around, you look at look what's happening in Africa. Look at the great yeah. players that are coming out of Absolutely. Africa. Absolutely. And the, the, the game is at a very primitive level, really. but, but they come from the streets, yeah. taking stones and laws and, you know, great players. But, man, I think that, um, I think we're on the cusp of something really good happening. That's wild. And like I think world, world football gets more and more exciting, the yeah. better and better everywhere in the world gets at it, mm-hmm. right? Like. No one loses when every country continues to advance their tactics and continues I, I, to yeah. I know the players get developed at younger ages. Right. People get other ideas in there. You were talking about dancing a moment ago, mm-hmm. but, but uh, you know, two dancers I always thought were Maradona. Mm-hmm. I, I saw him take about five steps up the side of the stand once he was running. He was so fit. And he was man. He was like yeah. just. I'm kind of about to watch him. He's mopping hair and he's stump. You know, he's strong as a horse. And then there was Messi. Mm-hmm. And Messi is weaving. You don't want to go down easy. No. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, they a good player stays up. He doesn't like, go for fouls. He doesn't dive. Maybe they're doing it when they get older, but when they're at their prime, 
They're they never want to go down. Yeah. No yeah. one will take him down. Yeah, Neymar. Neymar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, he was never. He was never it, was he? He, he was never it. He'll never be. Yeah, he's too much of a diva. You can't come with that Cristiano shit without the. You know. He was given too much, too young to yeah. keep him hungry. Yeah. He was mismanaged. Who? Neymar. What a miss. What a mess. No, there was there was raw talent there, but the discipline and the structure yeah, the is and the work ethic was nowhere to be well, found at a young is Paul, level. Paul, 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 Paul going down the same road. Uh, but Where's you see, okay, so yeah, this, this is me with the dagger. The dagger. This is United Talk. This is United uh, Talk. Yeah, talk. So just, I see, and it wasn't like a. Uh, it's. We see the right thing. I mean, you said something that's yeah. not transitioned the conversation. Yeah. So let's get it. So Pogba in the World Cup played a similar role to what Ali was trying to play in early in the season, to the pivot two in the in the center of the field. Right. And he was. I get it. The World Cup is a bigger stage. It's the World Cup is a bigger stage, and he was happy to play that role. But those players, whether they're unhappy now or wherever they're at, they will have their uh, moment in the spotlight big time. Too, sure. Because they're great players. Yeah, sure. And if Popka really turned it on, that guy just could get his head around him. He'll get there. What do you think is the reason for him? Like, what do you feel like I it's just... I think that his fucking agent is an asshole. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, for and sure. He keeps Raiola. talking. He's yeah. trading them every few years. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. But yeah. isn't there also just something toxic at Man United right now? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, it wouldn't I mean, be I so hard for any player to I thrive don't know. there. I Could don't any know. player go to United and just thrive? I right now? I would I would say that United would get cleaned out of all of them because there's, there's there's not many on that team. Believe it or not, the Scottish kid is he's a warrior, a good kid. McTominay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a little... He scored against Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. With the deflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's, a, he's a fighter, <laughs> and yeah. you'd have him on any team. He's, yeah. he's one of the guys that'll back you up, and he'll yeah. play the game. But we, we grew up with, yeah. the, I mean, the class of 99 in a lot of ways, yeah. and so, I mean, I, I have a big, big... Uh, Big encouragement for the youth out in United System, and I love Mason Greenwood, and I love uh, Taith Chong, but do you feel like we have... But talk about the people we clean out. Like, who would we clean out of that of that club to make it make sure that it's okay? Or is, is, does it go higher up? Does it go to the, no, the Woodward? Does it go I to the Glazers? Yeah, like I think it's all... I don't know. If, things is fucking it up. It's if I'm gonna... Yeah, Woodward, no, 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 no. I'll step in here for yeah, a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pierce, go. This is your soapbox right here. Uh, no, this... Everyone gets a... Man United no, it's Three definitely... Yeah. Shout out New Pod for the soapbox idea. Definitely <laughs> going to say ownership, for sure. Um, because of a couple of reasons, but the first one mainly being that you are responsible for the decisions that get made. Yeah. And, you, no, no. Let him have his soapbox. You, they you were at a pinnacle when they took over. Yeah, they were. We were the model. We were the standard. We were what football was in Britain. Yeah. And all of a sudden, over time, there was a very obvious decrease. And then Sir Alex left, and that just let the floodgates. Well, what happened was... No, because he was an icon. No, he had so much control. But he had so much control. He did. With that horse. But now the control is divided and not even in the right hands. Mm -hmm. And So so stop. 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 My soapbox. Look, look, Look at Alex Ferguson. Look at the man. 
He's a warrior. He's he's fucking steel. You won't move me, but I'll fucking do it. And it's my way or the highway. And that's who they need is the fucking coach right now. And we don't have that. We have we have my little kid, <laughs> the bleachers, you know. <laughs> No, that's I, I a good agree. soapbox, slim soapbox for that, United. That, no, I agree with that. Where, you know, like, Sir Alex never waited he was for, incredible. for a player's decline to, to he sell knew him when off. To, he knew when to get He knew, right. like, a year before mm. they were going to decline that they were going to That's decline. why he's a great, so, great Yeah, manager. I mean, even the way they signed their contracts, yeah. the large extended contracts that they do now, like you said, having the smaller contracts created hunger within the players yeah and once they got these huge contracts and the way the ownership did it the yeah. the revolving door of the coaches and all that it just hey, ferguson knew if a guy's coming in we'll give him two years three if he's fantastic yeah, if, or if, like his that. attitude was poisonous yeah. to the locker room even if he got rid of it as yeah. a player he could he had stuff to offer well to he the had club. more there, there was, he was clauses written in how your behavior yeah. how you performed and and how well, he built a team. He built yeah. the players but that were willing to they play. They don't have as a that. Team. No. Yeah, but John, we have. We have your soapbox. Here it is. Okay, we're doing micro soapbox. Uh, but one more thing I can add before he says. <laughs> no, it. no, go ahead. Jim. Is that the youth? The youth development of youth is critical, and United always had the best. <coughs> all the all the the, the Giggses and the, and Beckhams and the, and the, what do you call them? Scolzies. Scolzies and all of those Levels. kids. Mm -hmm. That crop of young kids coming in to play soccer got, and the you know, effect that they had and who recruited that's why I'm saying America bring in the young talent from other countries the best in the world not from just America and the people will come and you will be gold that's, that sounds like a great plan yeah. Josh soapbox Man United's problems I mean we tried the we tried the big ticket manager with Van Hall and we with, with uh, Jose and Jose was, I mean, in, in every sense of the word, as much of a hard ass as uh, Sir Alex wasn't busting, busting mm -hmm. the players' balls, but it just didn't work. I think he, maybe it was his, his, his stage in his career where he oftentimes gave up players on United before he gave up himself, which was his saving grace at Chelsea. And so the, the bump with the Ali when he came in was the fact that everyone seemed to love him and understood, but now there is no play style. There is no, there you is no. You have to deliver now, stand yes. and deliver guy. Absolutely, there is a stand yeah. up delivery guy. But I don't know who that is. I mean, other, I mean, yeah. of course, we can. We have the, the Roy King I know, contingent I, here. I know. I pulled that one out of the hat because, uh, because, <clears throat> only because what I. It's not anything to do. It's the personality. That yeah, I need somebody. They sure. mentioned uh, what's he called, the Blanc, the guy who used to play for United. French yeah, Laurent Blanc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they mentioned him. They mentioned um, Pochettino was someone else. Masi, Masi, yeah, Masi Milani. What's his name? The Italian coach from, from Juventus. Ma, ma, yeah, uh, Masi. Allegri. Allegri. No, Messi. Messi. Uh, oh, was it was it Juventus? Yeah. Anyway, it did, it was, and they mentioned he he's actually the number two choice. Yeah. 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 And he's he's waiting in the wings right now, but it's just yeah. I'm, I won, and I say this because the, the and, manager and he, doesn't seem to be as important as. Our ownership structure right now, which does, has no director of football, and I mean, met, when when the thing with the problem was with Sir Alex leaving was that David Gill left this, left the same year, right? Yeah. And there was no personality, no structure left at United other than Woodward, who cares about yeah 
lawnmower yeah. deals and cup ramen deals more but than did you know else. what happened when just that is all yeah. when united were on top and went down just before ferguson left when they sold you know that there was two irish guys that controlled the team at mm -hmm. that time and horse racing guy yeah back, yeah and and they sold it well, they sold it for Ooh. four hundred thousand magnum um um and um uh, J.P. Buckmanus. There are some. There are some. So, uh, some argument Mac over this rights for stud, right? For Sir Alex's uh, yeah. horse. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ma yeah. Magner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they wouldn't. Uh, so they gave him a gift of a horse, and and but they they were clever enough to say the breeding rights are ours. Yeah. You can't. You can have the horse, but the breeding what comes out of her tummy is ours. And Alex fell out with him over it. And they, anyway, they were they sold it, sold it back, and then the Blazers bought it, and and Frags was gone in two years. You know. And that's my soapbox for Man United. I actually hope you guys don't get relegated. That would, that would be Jesus Christ! Uh, I thought that. that's a think possibility. Yeah, I know, I know, but I hope you don't get relegated. And here's if they why. keep Ollie there, as much as I've disliked Man United over the years, as much as I want to beat them, I always respected them as my rival. And although you guys don't respect Liverpool, I do respect Liverpool. Oh, I, 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 I respect for Chelsea yeah, and City. I have, no. I, I, I respect for Chelsea. And I have City. great affinity for Liverpool. No. I if it. anything, I, I respect Chelsea the least. I don't. I yeah. respect City the least. Yeah, I respect uh, City to act. No way. City now. City now. But over history, when I was the Northern Englishman, has a great appetite for Chelsea and Liverpool and. And, and, and United were very <laughs> great competitors, but yeah. So I, I would like United to not be relegated. So I hope you guys sort out your coaching shit. If Ole Gunnar Solskjaer stays with the team, I think they will get relegated. Jesus, uh, right on. <laughs> this has been another episode of the FCFC Pod. The tea is running dry, and so is my throat. So fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, cheers. Hey. Hey. FCFC. FSA, FSA, FCFC, FSA, 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 FSA